Welcome everyone to Bricks, Banter, and Beyond by the Del Bacchio Marchetti Group Unplugged, the show where we unlock the front door to the world of real estate and invite you into a living room of life stories and experiences. I'm your host, Adriana, and I'm thrilled to embark on this journey with you. We'll be exploring the nooks and crannies of the real estate world, from buying your first home to navigating the complexities of the market. But that's just the foundation. We're also delving into the rich tapestry of life itself, sharing stories, experiences, and the moments that make us all uniquely human. Ross and Diane, thank you both for being here today. We're not just delving into the intricacies of real estate. We're uncovering the stories that have shaped your journeys and the insights you've gained along the way. Wow. Hello. That's in depth. Glad Are we that deaf? <laughs> I'm just glad you had to <laughs> Okay, you guys, let's start off with, can you just give me a little bit about yourselves? Me? Yeah. My name is Ross Mataya. <laughs> I'm a realtor, worked for our property, Del Bacchio Marketing Group, married, two kids, went to the University of Iowa. What else do you want to know? <laughs> I think that's pretty much your basics for right now, right? Yeah, I'm pretty basic. <laughs> Marcus, how about you? How far back do we go? Um, Diane Marcus. I am married with three kids, a dog, and living the suburban life. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in Palatine, went to Palatine High School, DHSO, yes. Um, <laughs> live in Prospect Heights, and uh, yeah, busy, crazy, running with the kids and, and suburban mom life. Just living it up. Huh? Living it up. That sounds really scary. Honestly. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm adulting. It's hard to imagine. <laughs> um, so how did you guys get started in the world of real estate? Me? Um, when I graduated college, University of Iowa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was during the, uh, right after the Great Recession or whatever they used to call it back then. So there was really no jobs available. Kept getting these like really, you know, not great temp jobs. And I was like, this thing. So I just, at those jobs, I was studying for the real estate exam. Eventually took it and passed it first try. So you went through like a temp agency? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, it was pretty. Sounds fun. No, terrible. <laughs> what was your first job they sent you on? Um, it was like a like a phone, like a customer ser- third party customer service company. So okay. we were just calling and complain. It was absolutely terrible. <laughs> um, so that's why I'm always like nice to guys on the phone calling out. Yeah. But I hang up at all. But that's that's good. Good. <laughs> nice <laughs> before I hang up. I'm nice, but I'm going to hang up on you because I don't want to Yeah, it was good. So, and it was like, those people are getting calls. If they're there for eight hours, it's like eight hours yeah. of talking. It's, it stinks. So you had like a little cubicle, you're yeah. stuck in like a square. Yeah, and you have like a script and it's like, they say this, you have to say this. You're kind of like, just like a, if A, then B. It's, it's brutal. Like, so I always, I respect those guys in a way, but it's just the shittiest job ever. Like, it really sounds yeah. terrible. So, so it's like cold calls all day, get hung at least up they were, At least they were calling me. Like I wasn't bothering yeah. them. It was the only good part. Like they were calling me, but like all their problems were like, I couldn't help them. Like I was just like an idiot on the phone. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't help them do anything. Market. So I would just study there. And I had another one that was like similar to that, except I was out calling and it was horrendous. Oh, yeah. that does not Nothing hard. worse than the cold call. Well, it's supposed to be like warm. Calls, yeah, they had, like click, they liked something on the internet, but it was, it, I mean, it wasn't. And I, that one, I just that was like right before I started working for Marie and Diane doing like uh, um, investment research, yeah. And that was a hundred million times better. I was just not talking to anyone. <laughs> 
I went from talking all day to not talking. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, what about you? Um, I went to Eastern Illinois University. I went on a soccer scholarship, so that was hard and tiring and awesome in the same time. I went into the hospitality world. So out of school, I worked for a hotel chain. I remember I was so excited my first job. I was the restaurant bar coffee shop manager, one of the managers, and I would have to work like the leadership. So I'd go in at like two. This was down on the south side of Chicago and like close up the restaurant and bar. Sometimes I would get home to like two or three. But I remember I was I'm so excited. Uh, dare I name? I don't want to like hurt anyone. No, not the company, but it's the city. McCormick. It's Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember I was so excited. I was making $28,000 coming out of college. This was 1999 and I got my first job and I remember working again, it was hospitality and bars and restaurants and, you know, serving the public. I worked like, I don't know, like 90 hours in the first two weeks I was there, you know, it was fresh meat. So they're like, okay, make her work. And I remember getting my paycheck and going to my manager and be like, um, excuse me, I feel like something's wrong with my check. It was like $628. I'll never forget. And that's when it hit me like, oh, I signed up for the wrong business. After the first week. <laughs> I feel like if you were to get that check with how everything is nowadays, uh -huh. you'd be like, well. Yeah. Oh, I was what the hell back then. But, you know, it was great. Hospitality was fantastic. Huge learning experience. Fabulous friends. I left hotels, went into restaurants and did sales and marketing for that. And that was great. But when I started, um, when I got married and started having kids, it was just a lifestyle that I just couldn't uphold. And we were actually living in the city. We had lived in the Lakeview neighborhood of the north side of Chicago. And we were, once I had, was expecting my third child, we moved back out to the suburbs because, you know, you need the village. And I left the hospitality world and it was like, I knew I needed to do something. Um, my husband is a general contractor. So we had, while in the city, acquired two distressed buildings, a three flat and a four flat. He renovated them and we were re renting them out. So that was kind of like my first taste of the real estate world. So when I knew I needed to pivot and start a new career, you know, in my thirties, I was like, real estate seemed like it was a good structure for me to feed it in while still being with my kids, give me flexibility. And so I could still be part of, you know, their life and having those properties really kind of was a taste for me. Um, so yeah, in the long short, that's a little bit about myself and the real estate world. And then your husband still does like construction yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. So he's a general contractor builder. Um, does we've gone anywhere from building a new home with investors and a luxury luxury properties to additions to huge renovations. So he is um, he's on the northwest side, and we tend to work we can work tandemly which is nice with some investors we've done some flips so um that's been adventurous and crazy you know always crazy to work with your husband but rewarding too just to see yeah. from start to finish the true sounds like structure. a real blast <laughs> i would love to work with my husband it just be it, you know it has its pros and cons but it, it was cool because you really get to see a project from like a to z and um you know from infancy to creation to ideas to yeah do you did you was it hard working with your son? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were like many. Harder than usual? Um, the one thing is we did have investors. So that like was a good buffer. Yeah, but you right. had to go But did you have to come up too. with like a, a, a mutual game plan and then talk to them? Or were you like, John, shut up? 
it was really collaborative, which was good. Like we came up with, you know, depending on the location of the property, like what's going on in the area, what are the trends there? And you try to fit, you know, a home that would make sense in the area. And then we would get with the architect and collaborate and, you know, generate ideas and come up with, you know, depending on what will fit, you know, in terms of the home on the property with FAR and all that. So um, it was, you know, it was rewarding. It was, FAR. Uh, how much, how big of a home you can build oh, on the property. So um, I forget what the acronym stands for. <laughs> so now did you ever take work home? Always. I mean, we how, how real estate yeah. is at home. Like we work 24-7. That was unbeknownst to me as I went into the real estate world. You know, on 24-7, you're on call. That actually yeah. is like an awesome starting <laughs> to my next question because I was just going to ask you guys, how do you prioritize self-care and maintain a healthy work-life balance? I mean, you guys literally can, any time of the day, have to go out and show a house or anything yeah. like that. Like, I don't know. Do how do you guys do it? Do I have work-life balance? I don't, I don't know. know if that's a real thing. I, think it's <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure it is for people. Like, my wife works at a school and she's a speech pathologist, so, like, her job, and maybe she's just good at her job, but her job just starts at nine and it's over at three or whatever. Yeah. And she's just like, good. I know there's like, you know, follow up and, you know, between the professionals afterwards, but it's not like she's at home doing paperwork or driving up, you know, yeah. where am I going? Pinsdale yeah. today at three o'clock. Um, I don't work life balance. I feel like it's something that people just like employers just made up <laughs> to make the employees feel good. Like do yoga, you'll feel better. Yeah. <laughs> As a realtor, too, I think it's especially make believe because you're yeah. always you're texting, always you're always yeah. calling. You're, I had a text yesterday at nine fifteen. You know, I don't care. It's yeah. just like there's no boundaries. I think the balance yeah. is that you just accept. Yeah. What it is. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't be working ninety hours a week. I mean, I don't think that's possible. But you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I don't know. I try it like the summer. I love to walk a lot, like outdoors. That's like an outlet for me and stress. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm not the best example because I yeah. don't. Hobbies too. I mean, yeah, you do. You're like 15 TVs <laughs> on your walls. Your hobby. Watching TV is a hobby, I guess. I'm, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I don't have like, oh, I'm going fishing, or yeah. you know, I, don't, yeah. I should work out, but I don't yeah. do that. You know, I mean, I don't have like a outlet besides cable. My outlet is my kids. I am yeah, running. No, but I love it coming from sports. Like I love that they're interested, right? Like, and that's come down for me and my husband. And I don't know, like seeing them excel and improve. I mean, that's fun for that's me. Fun. Although we're driving all over, like I'm in Rockford. I mean, that part, like the schedule. Yeah, the scheduling is crazy. Logistics is crazy. Luckily, I have a good, um, good village. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my hobby every weekend. Sports. So you're not allowed to have a hobby for another reason. Yeah, I have no. three kids. I have three kids. She's yeah. not allowed to have a life for another like no. ten years. Right. No, right. but that's why in the summer I do I do try and get out for walks. Winter obviously is horrible here in Chicago, so I should join the gym. I should do something. <laughs> I should join the gym. That's funny. Okay, so Ross and Diane, we've all had our fair share of college adventures. Can you share a hilarious or memorable college story that still makes you laugh to this day, whether it involves? Quirky roommates, wild parties, or just those I can't believe that happened moments. Um, this is dangerous. Yeah, this is a this scary is a, question. This is a dangerous one. I mean, there's a million stories, right? But um, one that's kind of work safe, I guess, maybe. I had this roommate in college who was just like, <clears throat> would, you would ask him to do something, he'd be like, no way, dude, I'll never do that. And then you just ask him again and he would do it. Like, <laughs> he was just like, you just had to ask him twice. 
twice to do something and he didn't do it. Um, like he had a, he would have like water balloon fights in our townhouse. It was hilarious. But the story I'm talking about is we went out to a party and it was on like the fourth or fifth floor of like a, a condo building or whatever in college. And they were playing beer pong on a, on a door. Did you ever see that? <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah. They would just take yeah. the door off the hinges yeah. and use the, the door. As oh, a, on top of yeah. like a, a like table. regular table. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Wait, so would they put that like on top of chairs? No, they would put it on like a smaller table, but it needed the length. Oh, big span. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, so it got to be like a certain point in the party, maybe sucked or whatever. We were probably, you know, overserved, and uh, we just were like, "Hey, dude, hey, why don't you uh, throw this uh, door off the balcony?" He's like, "No way, I'll never do that." I'm like, "Do it." He's like, "Fine," <laughs> and then he just threw it off the balcony into like a parking lot, and then we're like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" And we laughed about it, and everyone at the party was dying laughing. And then the next day, they called and they're like, "Hey, can you pay for that door?" I'm like, "We're at college. It's like three dollars. <laughs> I'll go get the door and put it back on." <laughs> Did the door break? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, just, it had like a huge, I don't know, Everlander just kind of just like. Clear. Wait, so you put the door back on? Or was no, it they a just forgot about it. Yeah. Like, I, need- no, they just, I think they just <laughs> let it have not, no door anymore. Oh, my God. And what was the door was, to? Like a closet. Oh. It wasn't like a big deal. <laughs> Looking funny. back, it was probably like 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, didn't have it. No, in college, yeah. housing. 30 bucks was yeah. like, um, could have been a million dollars I didn't have. I don't even think you could get a door for $30 now. No. You can't get a lock. Well, those hollow core doors yeah. are pretty cheap. 50 are they? bucks, whatever it is. In oh, Iowa really? City, Iowa, I'm sure it was. That's funny. What about you, Marcus? So this is a very loaded question, and I'm hesitant to share because it's just, yeah, fond memories from college. So as I said, I played soccer in college, and this was in its infancy at, of a program back in Eastern because it was just started in 1999, when, um, actually 95 when I went into school. So... I don't know, like what you see nowadays with like the luxury, in my opinion, travel situations and buses and flights, that was not the case at my school. We would huddle and cram in vans, like cargo vans. And once in a while we got a bus. Sometimes if it was close, whoever had a car had to drive. So I remember, I forget what city we were in. I don't know if it was Ohio or, Ohio or whatever, but you know, you're caravanning. So you're in a line trying not to get lost. And a girl, and this is embarrassing. She really had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) She had to go to the bathroom. She had just had like a big gulp or something. And you couldn't get off. And we didn't have cell phones, right? So no cell phones. You couldn't like veer off because, you know, you had to stay with the team. So I just, this is embarrassing. She went to the bathroom in the car in her her big gulp. Oh my God. And I hate to say it. Why'd she do it when I was over? I think we... Sadly, I think we threw it out the window. Oh, and I broke up. And I know that's horrible. I know that's horrible. It's embarrassing, but every time we get together. Wait, so they didn't have shiwis back in the day? What's shiwis? Oh my, you know what shiwi is? What's a shiwi? It's like what people bring to like concerts and stuff, and they like. No. You know, like they go to the bathroom. No, we didn't have that. No. No cell phones, no shiwis. We had a big gulp cup. Oh my God. But I, every time we the girls still get together, we still look back and chuckle. Wait. That's just one of the. And did she end up throwing that cup out afterwards? Oh yeah, know. oh yeah. She's like, no. Let's she not only did we be gross, we littered. So yeah. that wasn't good. Two strikes. Yeah, two strikes. Scholarship that's, revoked. Scholarship revoked. That's Luckily, our, we didn't tell our coach. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Wait, I have a follow up question. Yeah. That. So you would was Ohio Valley Conference? What is? Yeah, we were OVC. 
and MVC. So Is Ohio Valley now? Conference and Missouri Valley. Still like that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure they have more funding. Like again, we were 95 when I went in. It was the first year they had it. Not a lot of schools had. So you didn't take like a bus. You took like cargo. Very yeah. few did we take a bus. Very seldom. And they didn't have. Oh, that stinks. We we eight of us squeezed in. So did you have to like just stop eat McDonald's on the ride? Or Subway. We had a lot of Subway. Subway. Subway was a big. It was a big hit. And then we'd have pasta dinners, you know, carve up for a game. But, but oh yeah, far. the funds were not like like they are today. Like the, what you see in the luxury in this in the you know buses. How and, far is the farthest ride? Did you ever fly? We never flew. So you had to go to like Arkansas. Really? Yeah, um, Northern Michigan, That's Kansas, Nebraska. We played in a huge monsoon. Yeah, ten hours from Eastern, yeah. which is Charleston. We've played in a horrible monsoon at. Creighton. It was horrible. And Freezing and cold. And then we dro- had to drive all the way back. It was horrible. Yeah. Nebraska sucks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> so, hmm, what are some of the must-have smart home devices? Do you guys think? I don't have any of those. I do want to no, do... there is a good one. I have no, there's only one that I like. What? You're going to steal mine. It's, it's, it's a garage door. Yes, you're going to steal mine. So I have a garage door thing that Diane's actually asked me about. It's, uh, it, you can, it's an app on your phone. And you can basically close, open and close your garage. Oh, my parents wherever. have that. It's sweet. I need to get It's that. not because you want to open and close. You just want to check that it's closed. Yeah. When you're two blocks away, and then I'll check that I close the garage door. And we're always and turning help, around to check it. And it helps your yeah. OCD or whatever. Can you send that to me again? I have to do it. It's just on Amazon, right? Yeah. Wait, I mean, so then do they also have like a manual thing now or like the old school garden? Oh, yeah. So they, so yes, yes. The, the one I got is like, uh, you know, you put it on afterwards, but you can buy now. My dad just bought a new garage door mm-hmm. uh, motor and it's on there automatically. Like oh, it, wow. came inst- it came like as part Installed of Installed like that. Like as part of the mechanism. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So mine just like a, mine was like 50 bucks. I need to get 40 that. Bucks. Oh, I keep saying I'm not that at all. Yeah, it's 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 great. The rest of the stuff is, I think, overkill. Are a lot. But if you have a detached garage, I don't think what you wouldn't even want that though, would you? Well, you still want to go for garages yeah. closed. Anywhere. Yeah. Especially yeah, if it's right. detached, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not as important enough. I mean, like to get into your house. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like. Mine's attached. Right? They want to steal your, you know, tools. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, do you have one? I just love the Alexa. I mean, we have one in every room. I love music. She'll take my grocery list. Do you have the app then? I have the app. So when you're like, Alexa, put this on my grocery list, you can then look at your phone. Yeah. Oh, that's She'll true. tell me what the weather is. Oh, that's the only thing I ask is the weather. Yeah, I love the oh, weather. Too. My kids use it. That or music. I love, I I love like my... Just listen. I just have the Echo Dot. I don't have like the... Yeah. The, the home. cheapest one. Yeah. I don't have, but I love it. And my kids love it, you know. I've been truly debating of doing the, the lights, you know, that you can stick. So like they have like the light bulbs. Yes. Where you can put it in and you can tell her to like turn it on oh, or dim that. it. I just my wife does that. You have that. She did it with all the Christmas stuff. Do you like it? She got the lights. I turn on Christmas. And all, no so way. Like, yeah. See, that's nice. You have yeah. to share that with me too. You're like really high techy. Me? Yeah. I, dude, I hate that shit. I <laughs> I hate technology because if you, you it doesn't can't, work for me. Well, you can't figure it out. You can't like hit it with a hammer. You I'm have to like techie. figure it out. If you're doing like a project on your house, you can't figure. You just hit it with. I feel like what would we do if, say, like something happened and we lost all Wi-Fi, all all of that stuff? You would die. Yeah. I literally you, feel like we would all be yeah. screwed. You would die because yeah. we're so like rely, like we so we depend on it. Yeah. 
I mean, like everything is like becoming like high tech. Yeah. Well, not even that. The fridge wouldn't work. So you would just actually yeah. not have food and like a week and you would fucking die. Yeah. Let me I, ask you this. What's your favorite home tool that you use around the house? A screwdriver. No. What do you mean? <laughs> like, like, what device like do you use like for home maintenance or anything you like to use at home that, that you just work around the house or use oh, things? I mean, I, have, I mean, I try to do things myself. Like what tool do you like to use the most or any new tool you got? Yeah. So I, I basically give myself the excuse that if I'm going to do the work, I'm just going to buy all the sweetest (laughs) tools. That's a good thing. So I have, I have a bunch of sweet tools. You do? Well, you're handy. So what's one you like to use? I mean, I think the probably the nicest, most expensive one I have is a, like a table saw. Okay. Like is like a a job site table saw. So you can do like, has wheels and you can like move around. Yeah. He's like I use the nail gun the most. I yeah. do use the nail gun a ton. That's probably the probably the best, but it's not every day. But it's like if you're doing, yeah, like I have to put new doors in the basement. I use it. It's I mean that's the thing. It costs money, but it would cost yeah. me more money to hire. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. So that's what I tell myself when I look at my, you know, your, credit card. your toys. Yeah. yeah. Well, my husband, as you know, is a general contractor, so he has every toy. Right, he had probably Every tool. five times as much. But I used my mom's... And he probably knows how to use them. He knows how to use it all. Does pretend. he use it on my house? I necessarily? Just, no. My list of to-dos is a mountain, so... I just pretend that I know what I'm doing. Um, I used my mom... My mom got... It's so silly. She got this battery-powered um, blower. Like oh, a, yeah. And I freaking love the thing. It, like, just to blow leaves. Mm-hmm. I use it just to blow off my patio. I use it to blow off the leaves off my roof. Like, I don't know. It's so silly, but it was so nice not to have a cord. Yeah, cord. It was just, I would awesome. Rec- if I could recommend anyone who's trying to do that, like, don't buy anything with a cord. No. Yeah, but I feel like they don't last long. Like, we have one. We have, like, a Milwaukee one. It only lasts, like, not even 30 minutes. This one oh, I yeah. Think sure. And it's one. not as powerful. This one was great. No, I so think some it was of them steel. are as powerful, but they don't last long. That is the bitches you have to have multiple batteries in the this batteries. This one had multiple batteries. Super they're like yeah. 100 bucks. Yeah, no, this super, one had a multiple battery, so it was great. It charged quickly. I don't know. That was like, I used it this summer. I'm like, this thing's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the bat, but it's so much simpler, easier. You're just like out there. You're not totally like whipping the thing around and you're like, I would never do it. I, the the well, I had to use one yesterday because my snow blower died. I have like one of those like electric <laughs> shovel things. Freaking brutal. Not, so now I got to get my. My favorite is my Dyson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that lasts just I do long. love my Dyson. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even last that but long. But same concept, right? Cordless vacuum, same concept. I use my Dyson like three times a day, but same thing. You don't want the cord, right? Yeah, but it also lasts 12 minutes. No, mine lasts longer than that. Yeah. Because there's three settings. There's the carpet setting, the like middle, and then you have the echo. So oh, yeah, I don't have any of that. I just have oh, like a, I must one have a high tech superpower. I'm very high tech. Fancy. <laughs> Definitely not me. Okay, you guys. Honestly, yeah, this was an awesome awesome first episode yay that we did all? it ross that was it yeah we flew by really fast not really okay <laughs> we're wrapping up before we turn the key and wrap up today's episode nice. remember life is a journey and so is home ownership we hope our discussions on real estate and life stories have resonated with you and maybe even sparked a new idea or inspired you in some way until next time this is diane marcus and Ross Mattia signing off. Stay inspired, stay curious. Bye.